0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: WTOP-FM, Braddock Heights, Frederick, WTOP News, Facts Matter.
2: Here's Bob Inler in the traffic
1: center. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, traffic continues to run well. The police activity on eastbound 695, still there, but mostly on the shoulder. At times, they may block
2: a lane, really no delay at this point, getting to 295 from 695 east. On 95 northbound at Dale City, single right lane gets by the work zone. They were working southbound, but I think they picked that up. Because I don't see any delay there now, or any lane blockage.
1: Sixty-six is good to go. Maryland side, ninety-five BW Parkway, 270, 50 to the Bay Bridge, each without delay. WTLP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for
2: five years on your new windows. Visit WindowNation.com. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic, Seven News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Ruden.
0: Mild temperatures moving through the evening, although they'll fall through the sixties, eventually the fifties, and then the forties later on tonight into early tomorrow morning. Clouds will increase on your Saturday. Rain. Develop- late afternoon to the evening, heavy at times overnight, scattered showers on Sunday with highs only in the 40s. I'm 7 News meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center.
2: Manassas 56 now, Metro Center 61, Frederick, Maryland 58, and we are headed down to the 40s here getting back to normal for winter, and it's 1059.
1: You're listening to WTOP,
0: Washington's news, traffic, and weather station.
1: WTOP News. Facts matter.
2: Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, a New York jury awards E. Jean Carroll more than $83 million in damages in her defamation case against former President Trump. So he has to pay so far almost $88 million to E. Jean Carroll. We'll talk about the ruling with The Washington Post coming up here at 1115 Locally, what more have we learned about that stabbing and hit and run crash spree in Prince George's County from yesterday?
3: More federal resources are coming to D.C. to prosecute violent crime. I'm Kate Ryan. And for the
2: week, Wall Street was up. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS
1: News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts.
3: I'm Jennifer Kuiper. Former President Donald Trump is ordered to pay more than $83 million to writer E Jean Carroll in the defamation case she brought against him. Trump plans to appeal more from CBS's Bradley Blackburn. In
1: social media post Friday, Trump called it a one-sided trial where the other side is allowed everything and we are allowed nothing. A day earlier, Trump took the witness stand for just a few minutes, testifying that he 100% stands by his deposition in which he claimed not to know Carroll and called her mentally Sick.
3: Boeing 737 Max 9 planes are flying again for the first time in three weeks. CBS's Chris Van Cleve has the latest. Cleared
0: for takeoff. The first Boeing 737 Max 9 is back in the air. A nearly full Alaska Airlines flight 1146 leaving Seattle for San Diego three weeks after a door panel blew out on another Alaska Max 9 mid-flight. Virginia Cavaney will be on board. She's traveling to see her family.
3: Thoughts go through your mind but you have to hope that people learn from their mistakes. The Justice Department has reached a settlement with the state of New York to resolve a sexual harassment investigation of former Governor Andrew Cuomo. Details from Odyssey New York's Marla Diamond. The DOJ report largely substantiates the investigation of New York Attorney General Letitia James, who concluded the former governor and his staff subjected female employees to a sexually hostile work environment and then retaliated against several who complained. An attorney for the 66-year-old former governor said Cuomo had never been contacted by the Fed and denies harassing anyone. The Justice Department settlement acknowledges policies implemented by Cuomo's successor, Kathy Hochul, and calls for additional reforms. Marla Diamond for CBS News, New York. You or your children may have seen or heard about those graphic, AI-generated fake images of Taylor Swift circulating online. CBS News Los Angeles reporter, Joe Ling Kent, with more. Deep fakes, manipulated images, videos, and audio recordings that seem eerily legitimate. and they're the latest example of how artificial intelligence is developing far faster than U.S. laws and regulations. In the case of Taylor Swift, her huge fan base, or Swifties, are not only outraged, but demanding these fake images be removed. One explicit image was reportedly seen 47 million times on X before it was taken down. WWE founder Vince McMahon has resigned from his positions with TKO and will no longer have a role with TKO Group Holdings, or WWE. It comes after a former employee filed a federal lawsuit accusing McMahon and another former executive of sexual misconduct. This is CBS News.
1: Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 11.03
2: 11.03 here on WTOP, Friday night, January 26, 2024, Upper Marlboro at 55 and cooling down to the 40s. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. A Baltimore woman is facing a long list of criminal charges after police say she carried out a series of stabbings and hit-and-run crashes in Prince George's County last night. A series of violent crimes all unfolded in the span of about 90 minutes, starting at 5 p.m. in Capitol Heights in Lanham. 31-year-old Tanay Stallings-Brown was arrested late last night. WTOP Scott Gellman says Prince George's County police are trying to figure out what motivated all this.
4: Now, in total, there were six people impacted and injured. It was four hit and runs, two stabbings. Uh, The two stabbings left six people injured, and and two of them are in critical condition, including what Chief Aziz said was a 15-year-old. Now, the biggest question that remains is why police at this hour still telling us they don't know why Stallings Brown chose Prince George's County, drove across the county to commit those crimes, and then drove back to Baltimore, where she was ultimately arrested last night.
2: Scott Gelman reporting Stallings Brown has been charged with dozens of offenses, including multiple counts of attempted first-degree murder. Police are also investigating whether Stallings Brown may have carried out similar attacks in Baltimore. Last year was one of the deadliest here in D.C., In 26 years, Metropolitan Police say 2023 ended with more than 270 murders. Now we're learning the feds are stepping in to help. WTOP's Kate Ryan reports it comes as we start seeing some encouraging signs in the fight against violent crime in the city.
3: U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia Matthew Graves says the added help, including prosecutors from the Department of Justice's Criminal Division, will help drill down on violent crimes, including carjacking. The news comes as data from the Metropolitan Police Department Shows some positive signs.
5: Homicides are down 38%. Assaults with a dangerous weapon, which is one of the most common offenses that's charged whenever there's a shooting, are down 31%.
3: Carjackings are down roughly 5%, while robbery stats, said Graves, remain elevated. Kate Ryan, WTOP
2: News. A Silver Spring man is found guilty in a deadly shooting from about two years ago in Rockville. Prosecutors say it was a marijuana deal gone bad that led to a killing. 24-year-old Malik Jefferson was convicted of second-degree murder in the death of 22-year-old Jose Osvaldo Geneo Romero of Rockville. Jefferson he is facing a maximum of 75 years in prison when he's sentenced in May. Another man, 20-year-old Jackson Garcia, has already been convicted of first-degree murder in the case. He could be in prison for the rest of his life once he's sentenced next month. A McLean woman convicted twice in the 2017 deaths of two of her family members now gets two consecutive life sentences. Back in September, a jury found Megan Hargan guilty for the shooting deaths of her mother, 63-year-old Pamela Hargan, and her sister, 23-year-old Helen Hargan. Prosecutors say Megan Hargan staged the crime scene to look like a murder-suicide committed by her sister. Megan Hargan was found guilty in 2022. However, a judge threw out that verdict after learning a jury member did outside research. Hargan has maintained her innocence. 1106. To the latest on the possible move for the Capitals and Wizards out of D.C. and into Alexandria. Just hours after team owner Ted Leonces made his case in an open letter this week, Alexandria City leaders held a second listening session to get community feedback and assure residents that they have not been forgotten about. WTOP's Grace Newton has our report.
6: We can't really get to that part where we're designing until we decide as a community if we want to proceed forward with this opportunity.
7: Stephanie Landrum is the president of Alexandria's Economic Development Partnership. She says while Monumental Sports would run the facility, the city can still
6: utilize the arena. There will be a balance between events that the city can program, things like graduations or community celebrations.
7: In addition to the arena, officials say the plan would create over 5,000 units of housing and a new school on site. But protests continue from both D.C. and Alexandria residents. Just last week, activist organization Don't Mute D.C. held a demonstration protesting the move outside of Capital One Arena. Grace Newton, WTOP News. Tomorrow,
2: the Alexandria City Council is hosting a town hall in which elected leaders will answer questions about the Potomac Yard entertainment complex. That begins at 930. After serving 11 terms, Maryland's 2nd District Congressman Dutch Ruppersberger says he's going to retire at the end of his current term. It's been 37 years of public service. He also served 16 years in local government. He currently serves on the House Appropriations Committee. He says he leaves a legacy of common-sense leadership and world-class constituent services. Ruppersberger says there's still so much work left to do in the coming months from passing responsible budget bills and addressing crime and immigration to maintaining national security. Coming up here on WTOP tonight... Are you leaning more on your credit card these days? It's 1108, and we're glad you're here. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're going to Butch Seltzer in the WTOP Traffic Center.
5: Good evening, Dimitri. Good evening, everybody. In the district, some good news. An accident has been moved to the shoulder on 695 eastbound near 11th Street. Uh, your delays currently, though, go back to the 3rd Street Tunnel. We're closed due to fire department activity on 8th Street, both directions, between G Street and Pennsylvania Avenue. Both directions on 295 are moving with no problems, and the same can be said about the Beltway without any delays. In Virginia and Arlington on Boundary Channel Drive, the southbound off-ramp to I-95 is closed for construction. No problems. Problems right now on 66 and 395 in Maryland. An accident in Germantown on Guinness Branch Road between Frederick Road and Archdale Road. We're also closed due to an accident in Silver Hill on Naylor Road southbound at Suitland Parkway. And we're closed due to construction southbound on Croom Road between Crane Highway and Croom Station Road. Bay Bridge is fine. Baltimore-Washington Parkway and 95 all moving without any problems. The WTOP Traffic Studios furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down, not a cent out of your pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. TOP traffic. Seven news first alert meteorologist Steve Ruden tonight.
0: What a day across the DMV. Summer like warmth with high temperature reaching eighty degrees at Reagan National Airport. It's the warmest temperatures on record for the month of January. Our temperatures will slide this evening and into the overnight with just passing clouds. We do stay dry with wake-up temperatures early tomorrow morning in the forties. Clouds will increase throughout the day. Tomorrow we'll see rain developing late afternoon through the evening. Temperatures will be in the 50s. Moderate to heavy rain expected tomorrow night into early Sunday morning could be looking at upwards of an inch of rain by the time the system moves on out. Scattered showers continue on and off on Sunday. Temperatures in the 40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center.
2: Upper Marlboro 55 degrees, Woodbridge at 54, D.C. 61, and the suburbs certainly heading down to the middle 40s overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour with Erica Herskowitz.
7: This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. After years of casting a wide net, trying to sign up every credit card user it could, American Express in recent years has gone back to its old tried and true strategy, rich people. And it's working. Amex has been sweetening perks on its cards to add legions of affluent consumers, business travelers, and entrepreneurs. The company's profits for last quarter and forecast for this year are ahead of analyst predictions. The credit cards for the rest of us are being tapped, swiped, and inserted at a feverish rate as well. Visa says that in the quarter that included the holiday shopping season, people put more than 3 and a quarter trillion dollars on their cards. That's an 8% increase. Revenue rose 9 percent, but Visa's shares slipped as the market worries about January weather disruptions to spending. Wall Street closed mix to wrap up a winning week. Trading remained muted as December's personal consumption price index closely matched economist forecasts. The Dow gained 60 points, the Nasdaq fell 55, the S&P lost 3. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Erica Herskowitz on WTOP.
2: For the week, all three indices were up just about 1 percent. Still ahead here on WTOP, we will talk over this huge figure, $83.3 million. It's what Donald Trump has been ordered to pay E. Jean Carroll after a court found that he defamed her. And that was after, of course, she wrote in her book and accused him of sexual assault back in the 90s at that New York City department store. We'll break it down with a political reporter for The Washington Post coming up on WTOP. 11, 12. If you've been watching the NFL playoffs from the
1: sidelines, there's still time to get in the game with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Dave Preston here and new customers can bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up the W. Home teams are 6-4 and four against the number this postseason. Favorites are 4-6. and six. Don't forget, I'll be posting my picks on X Sunday afternoon. And if you want to follow my picks, go to FanDuel right right now get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet just visit fanduel.com/presto to join today that's fanduel.com/presto make every moment more with FanDuel an official sportsbook partner of the NFL must be 21 or older and present in Virginia first online real money wager only $10 first deposit required bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire 7 days after receipt restrictions apply see terms at termsatsportsbook.fanduel.com gambling problem call 1-800-gambler. Are you a victim of the Timeshare trap and think there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, the original Timeshare Cancellation expert, and I'm here to tell you that there is a way out. All you need to do is give my office a call. I'll send you a Timeshare Exit Information Kit absolutely free. Explaining how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation.
5: Call Wesley now for your free info kit. 800-522-5700. 800-522-5700.
0: Washington's top news. WTOP.
4: Facts matter.
5: Now, 1114,
2: I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. <laughs> Former President Trump is being ordered to pay writer E. Jean Carroll $83.3 million in damages for calling her sexual assault allegations a lie and calling her a liar. The New York jury deliberated for almost three hours today before reaching a verdict in the case. $83.3 million is not only a lot of money, it's more than three times what Carroll's lawyers were asking for. We looked at that figure and what this means politically and all the rest of what came out of this trial with Washington Post political reporter Ozzie Pabura. He joined us here with what that number represents.
6: It's a huge number, and it seems as if a jury was trying to tell the former president something he did not want to hear, which is that he cannot continue to say the kind of things he was saying about E. Jean Carroll. It is a dollar figure that seems to want to send a signal to someone who has so far seemed reluctant to receive similar signals when the dollar figure was lower.
2: And it seems from the immediate reaction, which included a promise to appeal and uh, the words yeah. witch hunt and some other things, there was not, If, I, unless I'm mistaken, there was no attack on E. Jean Carroll.
6: No. So Donald Trump's lawyer spoke to reporters afterwards, and this lawyer gave a vociferous defense of Trump, said that what happened in the courtroom was unfair. The lawyers said that they were not able to present the kind of full-throated defense, including experts and other lines of arguments that a judge had ruled inadmissible and not allowed. Now, this defense attorney for Trump said this is all going to be fodder for their appeal. Well, it seems as if there's a misunderstanding about how much you can appeal and what is actually at stake here. The facts of the case were already decided earlier and Trump is still trying to appeal that. What the jury was deciding here wasn't the fact of the case about the assault from the 1990s. It wasn't about whether or not he made these statements. It was literally just about how much damage should a person who's been victimized by the former president receive. And this jury came out with with a figure that is only going to fuel sort of a more vociferous event from the former president than we've seen already.
2: So I'm trying to connect some dots here, Ozzie, mm-hmm. and you can tell me which d- dots deserve <laughs> to be connected and not. We have yeah. a, a number of criminal trials, of course, that are also surrounding the former president. Mm-hmm. But when you take this E. Jean Carroll case and pair it with the attorney general there talking about Trump's real estate identity and whether he can right. do business in New York, uh, I wonder if, if all of this stuff goes against him, how harmful that is to the, the former president and even his efforts. To run for the White House again?
6: Well, to to hear the former president describe it, these are all connected because they are efforts to stop him from running. In fact, he makes the argument that these are done because he's running, which is patently not true. But when Donald Trump speaks to his supporters, he points to these criminal cases that are based upon his alleged actions. And he says, they're persecuting me because I'm running, because I'm winning, because I'm representing you. So he has done what people in politics did not initially expect, was to turn his trials into a sort of rallying cry. And even one of his former opponents in the presidential primary, Ron DeSantis, after he dropped out had said that that is exactly what happened, what shrunk the lane for Trump's opponents to run in the Republican primary. But Al Sharpton was on uh, cable network after the announcement came out, and he says that this kind of dollar figure could damage Trump's private life, you know, his his ability to do business. So while Donald Trump is thinking about politics and using this as a rallying cry, there's a very real consequence to having criminal trials and having judgments like this.
2: That's Washington Post political reporter Ozzy Pabra, Speaking with us earlier tonight on WTOP. Top stories right now. It's a deal on the southern border, is a deal on the southern border, plus funding for Ukraine and Israel about to fall apart. President Biden, for his part, says that if that deal does come together and is passed by Congress, it would give him the authority to shut down the southern border, something he'd be willing to do when things are overwhelming. The Justice Department takes aim on violent crime here in the nation's capital. Keep it here for full details. Now traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's go to Butch Seltzer in the traffic center.
5: Thank you, Dimitri. Appreciate it. In Maryland, accident in Germantown on Guinness Branch Road between Frederick Road and Archdale Road. We're closed due to an accident in Silver Hill on Naylor Road southbound at Sutland Parkway. We're closed due to construction southbound on Croom Road between Crane Highway and Croom Station Road. Good news, though. Bay Bridge is fine. Baltimore-Washington Parkway in 95 all moving without any delays. In the district, an accident on 695 eastbound near 11th Street has been cleared. Your delays, though, still continue. They're currently back to the 3rd Street Tunnel. We're closed due to fire department activity on 8th Street, both directions between G Street and Pennsylvania Avenue. Right lane is closed on New York Avenue, inbound at Florida Avenue. That is due to construction. Both directions, 295, are moving without any problems and the same could be said about the Beltway. No delays there. In Virginia, Virginia and Arlington on Boundary Channel Drive. The southbound off ramp to 395 is closed for construction, and we're moving fine on 66 and 395. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit gblawyers.com and feel better. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. T O P traffic. And now it's time for 7 News First Alert.
2: Meteorologist Steve Ruth. As we
0: move through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight, our temperatures will slowly fall. We'll wind up in the 40s by early tomorrow morning with mostly cloudy skies. Clouds will continue to increase during the day tomorrow with wet weather arriving late afternoon and early evening. High temperatures will be in the 50s, still well above normal for this time of year. Sunday, we'll see temperatures in the 40s. Scattered showers will dot radar and then winds will be out of the northeast at 5 to 10. It turns windy and colder on monday of next week i'm seven news meteorologist steve rudin the first alert weather center
2: hyattsville 54 herndon 55 foggy bottom 62 degrees and slowly falling into the 40s overnight we're brought to you by Len the plumber heating and air trusted same day service seven days a week well many generations of professional wrestling fans know vince mcmahon but he's had some serious accusations leveled against him that was yesterday And now he's decided to make a move. We'll tell you the latest coming up on WTOP. This is National Passenger Safety Week, when we remind all passengers to speak up if in a vehicle being driven unsafely. Is the driver impaired, texting, or speeding? Are they driving aggressively by tailgating or jumping from lane to lane? Passengers should have the courage to intervene and speak up. It can save your life and the lives of others in the car and on the road. Visit nationalpassengersafety.org. A message from the National Road Safety Foundation, and we save lives.
1: Rise and shine. Time to get your day moving. 7 News is on your side. From the moment you wake up, bringing you local news you need to prepare for the day and get out the door on time. Every minute of every morning, 7 News is on your side. Are you a victim of the timeshare trap and think there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, the original timeshare cancellation expert. And I'm here to tell you that there is a way out. All you need to do is give my office a call. I will send you a timeshare exit information kit absolutely free explaining how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation.
5: Call Wesley now for your free info kit. 800-522-5700. 800-522-5700. Now 1122
2: and new tonight on WTOP. Vince McMahon, the founder of World Wrestling Entertainment, has resigned as executive chairman of TKO that is the parent company of WWE. His resignation came a day after a former WWE employee accused McMahon and another former executive of sexual assault, trafficking, and physical abuse in a lawsuit. The employee claims McMahon dangled job offers and promotions in exchange for sex. McMahon has denied the allegations. Multiple news outlets report that McMahon will no longer have a role with TKO or WWE moving forward. He was previously accused of sexual misconduct by multiple women as he served as WWE's CEO and chairman. He paid roughly $15 million to settle those cases. The man responsible for investigating accusations of sexual harassment by a former Montgomery County Middle School principal says he's been brought back to the job. Khalid Walker says Montgomery County Public Schools leadership retaliated against him by removing him from his job in the fall – after he told external investigators, higher-ups in the school system, pressured him to write a report clearing Joel Bidelman of harassment claims. This even though Walker says he found evidence the former Farquhar Middle School principal, Joel Bidelman, engaged in sexual harassment. Bidelman was promoted to principal of Paint Branch High School and complaints of misconduct. They uh, came later, or in fact uh, came at the same time that he was promoted there. Earlier this week, we did learn that Bidelman is no longer an employee of the school system and that school superintendent, Monifa McKnight, is fighting off efforts to push her out of her job. She says some members of the school board are pressing for that goal. We also got a look at a newly released county inspector general's report on how the school system handles employee misconduct. Report cards are about to look a little different for some Arlington County public school students. WTOP's Scott Gelman tells us the county is changing its grading policy. To make sure students learn the material and don't just focus on the
4: grades. Arlington Public Schools is tweaking the criteria it uses to decide when middle and high schoolers can retake a test. This is not a grading game that we're trying to ask students to do. We want this to be
5: a learning opportunity for students.
4: Superintendent Francisco Duran says students who get below an 80 will be given the chance for a retake. Before, there wasn't a limit on that.
5: Students scoring 80
4: or above have demonstrated consistent knowledge of content and skills. The change will go into effect next week. Only the higher score, up to 80%, on the summative assessment
5: from the original take, whether it's the retake or the original assessment, will be used to calculate
4: the student's grade. The school district first implemented the retake policy last summer. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Big-time sports often requires great sacrifice.
2: This sacrifice is a bit different than the ones that coaches are talking about. The Egyptian national team felt it could What's use a little There's luck.
1: Feet, long range shot coming in.
2: That missed
1: shot is one reason why Egypt has yet to win a game. The team has been plagued by injury.